life talk. Cause this is sports life talk. With sports life talk. Hot topics with sports life talk. So come and get you some sports life talk. They let us in the game, now we calling the shots. Things will never be the same, so forget what you thought. Cause life without sports ain't nothing but talk. Go now, finally a show that makes your heart pound. Profound wonder what's running up through your thoughts now. About to drown all podcasts that be watered down. Tell them clowns it's a new era and it's starting now. I've told the strangers, the five power rangers approaching sports life talk from five different angles. Get ready for the change up. We done turned the flame up. The topics that we bring up, we about to blow this thing. Let's get it cracking. KT the head coach and Miss Manhattan. Gemini Jones hold the throne, she be calling them out. Mr. United Surgeon B. Jones, the mouth of the south. From the cover athlete to the year of the week, we got what you need. We dropping what's hot in the streets from copping new sneaks to locals popping, doing big things with gossip and tea. Let Kimberly pull you a dream. Sports life talk. Who is them? Went from not listening and now you're tuning in. If you're feeling what you're hearing, tell a friend, tell a friend. Thank you for listening. Let the show begin. Sports life talk. Who is them? Went from not listening and now you're tuning in. If you're feeling what you're hearing, tell a friend, tell a friend. Thank you for listening. I let the show begin. Hey, welcome to another episode of Sports Life Talk, where life of the health sport is just top. It is Wednesday. Y'all, I ran back over here. Uh, <laughs> April the April 28th. 28th. Come on, Pamela. April 28th. And we are so glad that you are joining us again on this lovely Wednesday evening. This is episode 91, entitled Worm. But before we get to all that, let me introduce who we have this week, as if y'all don't know us. But anyway, to the right of me, I have Mr. United Surge. Yes, hey. yes. What's going on, my people? Russell Wilson. Under me, I have Jose Rose Cup, Coach KT. Sure wish I had a hat, but it's okay. I guess I'll just do me. All right. And then, of course, we have Mr. Mouth of the South, B. Jones, Mr. Hey, Level hey, Up. Can I Mr. say one thing, thing real quick? quick. Yes. Oh, I need everybody who's under the sound of my voice. I want to, y'all ever heard that bring a friend to work day? Or bring, <laughs> bring, I need everybody to stop what they doing. Stop hit that copy me. button. Run back to their iMessenger or their Android, whatever they got, and send this out to a friend. Let's get this thing cracking tonight. Let's get this tell thing popping. Tell, tell a friend. Let's spread the message right now. Let's get this thing going. And don't forget to subscribe. Absolutely. Sportslighttalk.com. I cannot get my camera right. What is going on? All right. It's that so. ruby red lipstick you got on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is episode 91, quickly approaching episode 100, Ooh. but it is titled Worm. And our cover athlete is none other than Mr. Dennis Rodman. So, KT, tell us more about the worm. Dennis Rodman got the nickname The Worm because he was one of the fiercest defenders in the league back in the early 1990s. Rodman was crowned as Defensive Player of the Year on two occasions while playing in the NBA. He also led the NBA in rebounds per game for a record seven consecutive years and won five NBA championships. Rodman played for the Detroit Pistons, San Antonio Spurs, Chicago Bulls, Los Angeles Lakers, and Dallas Mavericks. The worm was inducted into the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame in 2011. So, B. Jones, what kind of worm trivia do you have for us? Well, before I give you some worm trivia, I think the worm is probably one of the most definitive athletes in our country, and not for his athletic abilities. He like he like transcends every single storyline or every single plot we could ever think about. Worm was the bad guy at one point in time. Worm had uh, bipolar issues or some sort of mental health issues in which he had to come back from. Worm wasn't highly recruited at all, which Kevin, uh, I don't know if we touched on that, but he wasn't highly recruited, so he was just a success story from somebody who had to grind it and work it out and take a lesser abilities and make it greater. So I just want to say, the Worm, to me, is always the epitome. He's won championships with different teams, I, I got to give him hats off, and he 100% deserves the namesake and to be the cover athlete for this uh, this episode. But with that being said, I just talked to you about how good his story is and how many accomplishments Dennis Rodman has. But one of the things he has done, you you can't find it in a stat sheet or a box score, is his 20-year-old daughter, Trinity Rodman, who is the future of U.S. soccer star and has been since she was 10 years old. She was just recently drafted as the youngest player in the NWSL history and considered an elite scorer. 
for a t-shirt. My question to SLT Nation, Trinity has been the best wherever she plays a scoring machine, but give me the name of the team that she was on, but she never scored a goal. Go be the first to our website, www.sportslifetalk.com. And I must have had some of that when Pam was drinking. But yeah. uh, but uh, be the first to go to our website, get that answer correct, and I will bless you. And no, this is not a Dallas Cowboy colorway. This is just a Navy colorway. No, it's okay, man. It's no, okay. It's not. I, heard, I heard Serge in pre-show. B. Jones got on a Dallas Cowboy colorway. I mean, hey, that's what it looks like. That's nah, what it looks man. like. So we're gonna roll. We're gonna roll with that, man. Stop no, we're not. No, we're not, man. Thank you, Miss. So Adams. let's but, clarify on this trivia question. Uh huh. Go for it. You are asking what team she has been on where she hasn't scored. What team did Trinity Rodman play on that she did not score? She Is was this- on the team and she did not score a bucket. She did not score a goal. Hey, Dennis. <laughs> you got him on speed now. <laughs> you got Dennis on speed now. Okay. Actually, y'all know he lives here. Yeah. He does. Yeah, I, I know some people that have seen him at Legacy West. If I come across that now, Worm, you gonna you gonna notice him yeah, right off the top. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So wait, has Pam been exposed to the worm? Sir, you say that like it was a bacteria, like it was a virus. <laughs> well, okay, now, it ran away, so it's a it's a backstory. I don't know what y'all. Are, no, 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 never the worm. All right, yeah. so look, let's move on real quick. Local life, Coach KT, who you got this week? All right, so what I'm going to do, I'm the head coach. So, you know, I always pull audibles, and it's not going to be a local athlete. Sorry, Miss Gemini Jones. I'm sorry. You should discuss that with me. Jimmy. I'm Jimmy today. This one goes out to Kendra Leger. She's a Canadian track star who went to Iowa State, who just happens to be in love with a Dennis Rodman. Hey, Kevin, how do you know Kendra? Well, sir, if you wouldn't have interrupted me, I was about to get to that. But I will answer your question. So be on the lookout for her. You got next. We interviewed her the other day and her episode will be coming out pretty soon. So shout out to Kendra for being our athlete of the week. Shout out, Kendra. She cool. She fast, too. Oh, yeah, okay. I appreciate women that are fast. I never could run. Not that type. Not, not the same type, type of fast as you. Gemini. Jimmy. Not that fast. She got <laughs> You must have seen that same video I asked Serge about. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Anyway, so do we have a local business? Because if not, I have one. Well, take it away. Well, who you got? Okay. I have. I am actually. So I will get to this in a second. But for our toast, I couldn't find a martini glass. So this was the next best thing I had. But this is, I have a friend of mine that owns this company called, I don't know if y'all can see this, 17% Drip. And it is a craft beer line. And he has like glasses and glassware, I guess, for beer drinkers and glassware collectors. So shout out to Sean and his line, he gave me this for Christmas. It's a 17% drip. And then it says, her soul is royalty, which <laughs> describes me perfectly. That's actually so, a fly glass. Yeah, it is. So it, it's the my substitute. It, usually they put beer in this, but you know, I don't drink beer. So this is my substitute martini glass. So clearly my birthday's coming up. I need a set of martini glasses. Katie, where you at? I need a set of martini glasses. Well, she's in the chat. Katie, hey boo. All right, so speaking of drinking, I like to blame my my habits and how I am by the end of the show on Miss Manhattan because she, I mean, I don't, you know, I feel obligated as a team member and a fellow Power Ranger to participate in the toast and the drink of the week that she has. So this is the Golden Hour Cosmo. And again, I should have been in a martini glass, but it is the Ciroc Citrus, summer citrus that we have been featuring all month. It has fresh lime juice, cranberry juice, and it did have, my my, my lemon wheel fell off. It wasn't really a wheel, it was like a little wedge. Lime, lime wheel. Yeah, lime, that too. So it fell off, so I, that's okay. And by the end of the show, you know my drink is usually gone, but that's all right, because- uh, It looks like it's almost gone as it is. And by the way, we received a naughty note from the FCC about your behavior. <laughs> <laughs> your dream <laughs> on out. We meant to talk to you about that all now, but uh, we'll clean that up and post you. 
Y'all don't send me to rehab. If I disappear for a couple weeks, y'all just know they send me to rehab. So hey, if the account got a negative in it, it's because B Jones had to pay that fine for us. Try to tell you, man. <laughs> we got eyes on us. We got eyes on us. All right, y'all. So it is time for the kickoff question. So, oh wait, we have to toast to somebody this week. Yeah, who you toasting to? You gave us a great toast last week, so I, I've been waiting for the follow up. I did. No, I, I got um, you. KD actually said one in the Instagram. So okay, well, okay, okay. All right. So Nicole Lynn, y'all know she's the that black agent. Now she's the new president of football operations of Clutch Sports. Clutch Sports. Wow. Nicole Lynn. Got signed today. Yeah, that's who we are toasting to today. Nicole. All right. Oh, oh, oh. I love mine. Oh wait, mine's in the kitchen. <laughs> Toast to you. You got, a, you got a real drink as it is. I do. Toast to you, Nicole Ann. We appreciate you. We love you. Girls run the world. Anyway, so kickoff question. Give us two players in this upcoming draft that you feel are surefire all pros and why. Okay. So Serge, who you got first? Oh, you you want me to go first? Okay. I want you to. All right, thank you. For me, I'm going to go with obviously not to be the obvious, obvious, but I mean, I think Trevor Lawrence has been the consensus number one pick probably for two years, not just this year. He could have probably came out, you know, last year and he probably would have never won number one anyway. So I think the leadership obviously playing uh, big and been pretty consistent. And then I think he'll only get better once he gets to the league with the open space format that the league will be able to operate for him. And then the other one for me, I know there's a lot of controversy going around and, you know, he's been kind of dropping down in the uh, draft stock, I guess, in mock drafts. But I, I still think like Justin Fields is very much underrated and he doesn't get appreciated. I think if you just look at his stats last year, as well as this past year, even with, you know, they obviously had to miss games due to COVID and things like that. So it was hard to have practices and get consistency with your wide receivers and things like that. But he was still able to perform. And, you know, in the biggest games of his careers, for the most part, especially in the college playoffs games, he's pretty much close to being lights out. And so I think that, you know, he had the chip on his shoulder, I think, obviously, with a lot of doubters and naysayers. But I think he'll be able to prove himself that he should have gone, if not number two, as at least at the number three quarterback in the draft, as opposed to now people are talking about him being like fifth or sixth. So that's where I'm at. All right. B. Jones? Y'all going to get mad at me. Uh, but uh, but first, before I, before I tell mine, I want to tell y'all this. Y'all remember about four episodes ago, maybe five, where we talked about our favorite sporting events and why? The NFL draft was my favorite sporting event. I just wanted to remind the viewers of that. If you didn't check that episode, go to our, go check our YouTube page out and go look at some of the chronicles, the archives. But uh, this draft is, I get super geeked up about this thing, doing mocks all day long. And I'm going to take it to my school, LSU. And I am uh, going to represent my boy, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is once in a lifetime. This dude is the most surefire thing. He's a route runner. You saw what Justin Jefferson did last year in the NFL. Well, guess what? Jamar Chase was better than him when they were on the same, on the same team. This dude got a he can, he can moss you. He can back shoulder catch. He got route running. He he fast. He went out there on his pro day, ran like a four 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 three something ridiculous. This dude is just, he he. I, I'm going to go on the limb right now and say he is your rookie of the year for this this campaign. Maybe Trevor Lawrence gonna get it just because he's the the pretty boy, the namesake. But I'm going I'm going with Jamar Chase as my number one now. My number two, I kind of felt like y'all was going to go QB heavy and go with the sexy names. I know I know who Kevin's going to say, but I'm going to go with a name that not too many people know about, and that's Jameen Davis, a linebacker out of Kentucky. Now, we saw what the NFL looks like when a defense plays lights out, and that last year's defense for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers went on the road led by none other than get line 45, Devin White, which is my guy at LSU. Well, guess what? Devin White is in this draft again, and his name is Jameen Davis. The boy fast, and he only started 11 games in his career, so we are just now seeing what he is capable of. Watch him in the middle of the first round to go between that 15 and that 22 level, but we could be potentially looking at the next Bobby Wagner. That's how big of a pickup this kid is going to be. All right. I like it. See how I sold that? I, I, see, I see. So nobody should be contacting you for the next couple of days because you're going to be busy with the draft. 
man. I'm and let me. It, it is prom season. I got I got too much going on, bro. My daughter's everything going on in my daughter's life right now in this month, and it's the NFL draft. So you'll be all right. So for I'm me, when have you heard of a tight end oh, being a top ten pick? And y'all, y'all know who I'm talking about. B. Jones know this man is a dog. I know you're talking about that that new version of Megatron. Yeah, who is that by by the way, B. Jones? What's his name? Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, and where's Kyle Pitts from? He he tried. He, Kevin is trying to make a joke because he plays for Florida. I get it, Kev. Take your shot. No, no, no. I'm not trying to make a joke. You, were, I don't know what episode it was, but you were like, man, Kyle Pitts is a dog. And I'm just what really, he Hey, he's six six two forty. People are comparing him to Kellen Winslow, even though I haven't really saw Kellen Winslow play. I did go back and watch my highlights. He's probably like a better Shannon Sharp to me. So that's who yep, I love. Exactly. And I love that comparison. Hey, yeah. number two, number two, I got to go with Patrick Sertan, who I hope the Cowboys get this man at 10 because we all know that Alabama cornerbacks, they're battle-tested. They have to go against those elite receivers every week. And you put Sertan with Diggs, they probably already got the chemistry from Alabama. And people have been comparing Sertan to Byron Jones. If you don't know, Byron Jones is a former Cowboy who really he tipped a lot of balls. He never like intercepted it. But I mean, he was our best corner. So if he could be an upgrade and a better Byron Jones, hell, I'm all for it. Can I dispute that last one just a little bit, Kev? I think he's going to be a good player. But when you play in the Alabama defense, dog, I mean, they front four is putting pressure on every single. There's no offensive line that can handle that front four. And I'm one of those believers that say if you the line is where the NFL is won. Either you got a great offensive line or you got a great defensive line. There is no other way. We saw what the Rams did last year with the great defensive line. Cowboys ain't got that defensive line, homie. Because you're not here to say no, no. I said that he's going against Alabama receivers every day. I, I feel you on that. I, I feel you. But but but, oh, yeah. we, but what you've seen, we ain't seen the footage of him playing against Alabama receivers. We've seen the footage in that draft package and that, that little mock-up they're going to have is going to be with him covering oh, against LSU receivers and yeah, all the receivers who, who and Florida receivers. Going against practice? He's going against elite receivers in Alabama. My and point only, is. only reason I'm signing off on this certain pick is because Diggs came on late last year. So I just, I just feel like when you play on these All-Star games, it's suspect. It's suspect, man. Well, and I corner, think for the Cowboys, is an easily missed position too. Well, well you the Cowboys are it's a need, right? So it makes sense. Yeah. They, they not him if he's there. If we did miss on uh, what's his name, Morris Claiborne. So yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and Morris still in the NFL too. Yeah, he's still in the NFL, and he, and he actually got a ring with the Kansas City Chiefs, by the way. By not doing that. Go ahead, Pam. Just saying. I have a comment. Go, Go ahead, ahead, Jimmy. Y'all got one minute to wrap this up. We already no, we done. We done. <laughs> Yeah. All right. All right. So we have rearranged the order of the show. So it is time for the Manhattan Project. But if you didn't notice, which I'm sure you did, KD is not here this evening. For the so, second week in a row. Mm. Second week in a row. And oh. I won't be here next week. I won't be oh, here. Open, open auditions. <laughs> we call it call. Hey. Me and, Kev, me, me and Kev looking for substitute rangers. This is going to be me. <laughs> now, KD will be back next week, though. Okay. KD will okay. be back next week. And I'm just going to say, you know, this month is graduation. No, wait, it's not. Graduation is coming up. So I probably, I I booked a trip for my baby and I to go to New York. So it might be times Jim, and I, Jim is not here. But I love y'all. I'll be back. <laughs> Out. You know you so, you know you don't have to book flights on Wednesdays, right? You know it's you not on Wednesday, but you know, as a woman, I have to. I mean, even though it's a like three four day trip, I got to pack. No, nah, I feel you. I feel you. You know how that is. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, <laughs> so the Manhattan Project, I am doing that this evening. <laughs> Damn, what's in this Cosmo? All right. So in case you missed the drink of the week, it is called the Golden Hour Cosmo, and it's good. I'm on my second one. It is the. Oh, you said Golden Hour. Yeah. Not golden shower. Golden hour. Yikes. Cosmo is the summer citrus, cranberry juice, lime juice, and a lime wheel. I don't have the lime wheel, but it's still good. Okay. So now it's time to talk about Last Chance You episode five. So I will admit that I cheated and I have already completed the whole season. Has anybody else completed it or no? Y'all, nope, okay, I'm so, rocking. I'm staying true to Sports Life Talk Nation, and I'm doing it week 
at a time and it's brutal. It's hurt. It hurts me because I definitely want to take that peek at that next episode, but I'm I'm being patient. Well, my son lied to me. I asked him. He had already watched it and we were at my parents' house over the weekend. We had some downtime and I asked him a question and he lied to me. And so I was like, oh, okay, well, I can just go ahead and finish watching it. And then I looked at him like, you lied. So episode five, let's get into that. You know, it's funny, Pam, you were asking last week about Malik. I think this is the episode in which so you were referring to. Soon as I started watching it, 15 minutes in the show, I was like, this the episode Pam was talking about, we really exposed Malik and that laziness and being 6'9 and having all that potential and not, not bringing it to fruition. Yes. So, Serge, you've watched the episode, right? So what are your I, thoughts? I actually did not get to watch episode Next, five. I KT, episode so four. you watched yep. the episode? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. KT, did you watch it? Yeah, I did. Okay, so and what are your thoughts on this episode? I mean, it's kind of a cop out for Malik's dad to blame himself for that. Because, yes, he should have been in his son's life. But saying that I'm the reason why he's lazy with you or without you, your son has to know he has to go get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. yeah. And another thing I like, I like the trip they took. Mm-hmm. I think that trip should have been a couple of episodes ago. You know what I'm saying? It's like it was yeah. kind of late in the season. It's already close to playoff time. And now you're doing it. I mean. I loved it. The guys had a good time. Even Joe. Joe got there had a good time. So, yeah, episode five, no, I like that one. And then it also talked about the coach. What's the coach's name? Coach uh, Rob. Coach Rob. Oh, Coach, coach Rob. Rob. Yeah. 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 So they show him some love, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you on the timing of the trip, Kev. I think good coaches know at the right time and wouldn't hit the right buttons. And that team had was uh, only had one loss up to that point. They had won like 20, 24 games in a row, something of that nature. After that trip, they continue to win, go on. It was a really uh, – after seeing all of these dog stories of Deshaun's death and his mom and Joe's mental issues and KJ, we got into the personal life of all these kids and we saw the accumulation of stress – and just being around each other and having these performance expectations all come to roost, and we saw them kind of falling apart. So John Mosley called in the right play at the right time, and that was to get these guys away from basketball, getting in a, in a friendly environment. They It seems like they became very cohesive. But I think the biggest problem with this team is they know they're on TV. They got these microphones wrapped around them, and I think it's hard to get them engaged in the game because they too busy trying to be Showtime and do it for YouTube. I mean, do it for Netflix. But the dark side of Deshaun scares me. The fact that that kid lost control and he couldn't get it back, and I don't know if the producers showed it in that light intentional because he brought donuts the next day that that was his way of apologizing. But he clearly, man, he he has a lot of demons. And uh, Malik is he, Malik is, has daddy issues. I'm gonna be honest. You said the daddy was blaming himself. I almost, to a certain degree, think that that Malik has some some unpacked daddy issues that he needs to he needs to go out there because the issue is not how we see Malik. The issue is how Malik sees himself. Yeah, but just think about it though, because I agree with everything you said though. Serge and I, our dads weren't just in our lives like that. We turned out just fine. So after a while, it has to stop being an excuse and you blaming everybody right. else. You know oh, I agree. I'm not disagreeing yeah. with you, but I'm telling you that it's clear cut. He hadn't let that go. And you also got, I, I, I'm not trying to, to dog y'all, but y'all a little bit older than Malik. Malik is a 19, you know, 19 year old kid. Yeah. This boy is still learning. He's still dealing. Man, we, you know, I got a daughter in that at 17 is two years younger than Malik. And I can tell you right now, that these are still babies, man. They are still young. They ain't figured it out. They still got Similac on the breath. And I think Malik has a lot to develop <laughs> and a lot of maturation that he has to go through and he has to see himself. I think it starts with self-esteem. I think Malik needs to believe in himself. Everybody around Malik believes in him, but he doesn't believe in himself. And that's why he doesn't push himself. I absolutely agree. I see a lot of, I'm sorry, I hate to keep bringing this reference, but I see a lot of Terrence in Malik. Like his dad was there, but he's not there there. Matter of fact, he came over the other day and was, you know, talking to Terrence. And I not one time heard a conversation about, okay, what's next? In your life. And it's interesting that I see Malik's dad sitting here watching the games cheering. And I'm like, where you been? You know, like, don't try to come in in the fourth quarter and overtime or whatever and be, you know, cheering and all this stuff when, you know. Uh, but anyway, I think that you have to I think that Malik doesn't realize his potential. And I mm-hmm. think that once he finally does see it and realize it and realize how big he is and how strong he is and how 
good he could be, I think that he would be more of a beast. I, I feel like he still has a young mind. Like you said, he's 19, but I still can see a little bit of immaturity in him. 100%. Whereas a Deshaun had to like quickly kind of be on his own because of his. That's right. Death, you know what I mean? So I think, Good. you know, I can see Malik kind of being a mama's boy, you know, kind of like Terrence because she was, she, I'm telling y'all, when she was like, you know, you're spending too much money. If that ain't me, matter of fact, my Chase app just went off because he didn't went to Sonic and spent $10.92. So I'm like, hey, <laughs> I mean, I just... Hey, Pam, to your point, though, Malik living in a frat-like situation. He living with his boys. Deshaun... Have you seen that apartment? Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, they living like teenagers. Right. And Deshaun over there living with a full-grown woman with a house, television, living, they cooking and stuff. So right, it's right, two right. it's two totally di- different dynamics. Two questions, and I'll I sign off on this. Pam, yes or no, are we going to be happy at the end of this show? Absolutely not. All right. KT, <laughs> as a head coach, as a head coach, have you seen or have you do you sign off on the fact that they play these games and then after the game, they go lift weights and have practice. No, that should be on a separate day. I've never seen anything like that. So is that? Yeah, that doesn't make. Yeah. Yeah, y'all notice they do that? They mm-hmm. literally play the game. Yeah. And after the game, they go lift weights and practice. Yeah. Yeah, that, that doesn't make sense. But hey, one more thing. Malik knows his potential a little bit. And the reason I know this, remember, he was giving Joe all the props. And hey, yes, Joe is this, Joe is that. I'm starting over Joe. Yep. No, he he knows. I don't think we give him enough credit on that, but I do. But I think the only reason he starts over Joe is because Joe has the issues. If Joe was regular, Joe would be starting over Malik. I think Joe did turn that corner, though. Yeah, but I think Joe, I'm feeling feeling good about Joe right now. Yeah, I love me some Joe, y'all. And I'm always the one that like roots for like the under, like I want to take Joe and be like, come here, baby. Let me just go and give you a little hug. Let me give you a mama hug. I'm still, John Mosley is still my favorite character. Coach Mosley, that's my guy. Absolutely. But I, I just I feel like if it weren't for Joe's issues, he would be starting over Malik because I feel like in crew. I don't know. I don't want to give too much away, but I feel like in crucial times, Joe steps up when he needs to. Yeah. No. Remember, I said this a couple of episodes ago when Joe was cooking. Yep, you and did. He, and he took him out and put Malik back in, yep. which made zero sense. Yeah, you're right. You did say that, Cal. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, so that ends the Manhattan Project. So now it is time for Uncut Gems. Now, y'all, I've been drinking. Uh-oh. So why did I have to write a little note? Because I wasn't going to remember what my Uncut Gems. Can you even see the note? I mean, that's nope. a <laughs> note. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you, you wrote that. You remember when you used to take them little notes to cheat on tests back in middle school? <laughs> yeah. I bet you had that little pencil. You <laughs> Middle so, school, college. What you talking? I, I don't know if y'all can yes. see my shirt. It says yeah, "black mixed with black" because I get tired of people asking me like, "What you mix with black?" And what that's, else? That's that black. Creole. You probably got some. You I probably got that. some Louisiana somewhere in your blood. I do. I do. I do. Yep. I do. But that that ain't. That, I'm still black mixed with black. But anyway, so my question to you guys is this: simple question. When someone is giving you a gift. Do you prefer that they give you a gift that they know you would like or like that's your particular style or something that they like that they want you to have? Mm-hmm. Let me see if my wife watching before I answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so say B. Jones, it's your birthday. And I know you like Jordans, but I like this really? new pair of Pumas that just came out. So would you prefer me to buy you the Jordans that I know you're going to like or the Pumas that I like that I think you might have an outfit to rock? And you're talking about in a relationship, right? Or you talking about just platonic friends or, or, or any dynamic in any relationship? I'm I want to make sure I... in a relationship. Okay. Now, I think... It, I'm going to tell you something. In a relationship, and that's one of the beautiful things why I love my wife of nine years, 10 years. I can't remember how many years it is. That's why I love her so much because she takes me to places that I've never been before. She's adventurous. Okay. I'm not adventurous. I'll stay in the house all day and probably play the games and watch sports and just chill. But my wife is like, oh, it's a new restaurant. We got to try it. We got to go do this. And because of that, I have expanded my palate and experienced some things that I normally would not have experienced, right? If she just did everything that she knew I loved and I enjoyed, then it would be boring. 
You, you get what I'm saying? No, no, so, no, no, no. When I I get that, but I'm talking about an actual. I'm, gift. I'm talking about okay. gifts because because if she didn't step out and give me that different type of cologne that I didn't wear that she didn't know if I liked it or not because she okay. likes it, or if she didn't get me the pair of shoes that she likes to see me in, then I would never go buy those, and I would never know that she liked that particular pair of shoes or that particular fragrance or whatever that is. Now, if it's somebody like I'm buying it for the the SLT Christmas party. Buy something somebody like and you know they like it. Don't don't go okay. experience with your own personal feelings like, you know what, Pam wore yellow on April the 20th, you know, the 23rd show. Maybe she likes a yellow top. No, that ain't the time you go experiment. But if it's somebody you're in a relationship with, do you and let your love show through the gift because they will experience your love through that versus, oh, I knew I wanted that and you got it for me. Thanks. Now, there may be a time. There may be a time where somebody says, hey, I've been looking forward to this. And you get it to them. But I think you should always get a gift that's handcrafted and, and, and driven from your own heart and your want place, your come from place. OK, Serge. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I don't really know how else to really <laughs> say it any better than what the B. Jones said, because I think at the end of the day, it should always be when somebody is getting you a gift when they probably necessarily don't have to. But if it's obviously an occasion and things like that, then it's a thought that counts. So if you put any thought into it and just because it's not something that like B Jones said, it, it wasn't something that if I had the money that I would have even thought about buying that. But hey, I actually like the fact that you actually, you know, took the time and the effort to purchase it for me. And I should be grateful for the gift that I'm receiving because it could have been something, I it was like horrible and terrible or nothing. So yep. I, I think it's, it's, it's more about the, feeling the gratitude towards like being able to receive anything and i've always been like that so it's, if i'm gonna only speak for me but i can always see kt wanting to go the other direction all right kt and i wish <laughs> kd was here kd if you hear enter in the chat but i'm gonna get to that in a second i'm gonna let kt answer go ahead no really it is about the accounts and the fact that your your loved one went out of their way to try to get something that they think you would like and i'm all for it but with that said please don't buy me any pumas I don't care how fly. Yo, yo, I ain't gonna lie. I saw some Pumas that that look fly. Yeah, I may, I may do, be doing a do. Puma drop real soon. No, I, I saw some too, B. Jones, but I'm not rocking Pumas. I you work. know, J. Cole got a Puma collection. It's some dope Pumas out there, man. But then Pam, it's awesome. You know your artist too, what they may and may not like, so you're not, you're not taking a chance, but I'm pretty sure you're gonna get close to their taste. You know what I mean? Okay, so... Ooh, now, let, let me, now, let me ask you this question, though, Pam. Huh? If you do give something to somebody and they don't like it, do you... And you chose it. You say, this is something I want you to have. Do you have the right to have your feelings hurt? Okay, so let me... let me. Because somebody <laughs> put in the comment, it's going on eBay, and I mean... So, oh, a conversation came up where someone asked me what my size was. Now we get to the real story. Here we go. <laughs> Come on with it. Yep. So, <laughs> let me let me hit mute. And I was like, <laughs> okay, why? And it was like, well, I saw something that I would like to see you in. And I was like, okay, well, what is it? Let me tell you something. When it comes to me, I am very particular. I understand a gift is a gift and out of the box and all that. I'm all for that. But if I don't like it, I'm not going to put it on just because... <laughs> you bought it or I'm not going to fake it just because you bought it. So, and so I said, well, send it to me. So <laughs> I got sent the link and I was like, you thought I was going to wear this. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it it wasn't me. It, it like, it was not me at all. It, and I felt like if I, I'm glad the question was asked to me first, because if you had bought it, it would have been sitting there and I wouldn't have worn it because I wouldn't have felt comfortable in it. And but is that wrong of me? I mean, am I literally just supposed to wear it because you bought it or if it's not? And I'm not talking about like a piece of jewelry. I'm talking about like. A <laughs> can you show us the picture? I need to see it with my own eyes before I can. Answer. Don't get you wrong. It wasn't bad. It wasn't anything bad. It just was not. Me, it was not something that I would personally wear ever. But how you know you don't like it? you may you may put it on and feel good and then be like, oh, this is this is nice. You know, I never would have rocked this, but you know, this is nice. No, but what I did do was send you a website of some stuff that I would wear. <laughs> All right, but so so let me ask you a question. So how are you gonna sit up there and, and the man? And this is something I know women always say is that you know 
he he saw something in another woman and that's why he went. But he told you he he told you clearly what he liked at that point and you turned it down. So he's telling you, hey, this is the kind of stuff I like to see on women. You couldn't have sacrificed and just rocked that for him? I like to see men in Nikes and he don't wear Nikes. Boom. That, and boom. Yeah, I ain't. Now that's on him. That's on him. So, so you know what I'm saying? So, I well, mean, I, I, I there think, are certain I things I like he... too, but I know that that's not you. So I'm not going to put that, I'm not going to put that on you to do. Yeah. I think the fact that what helped out in the situation is the fact that the person asked because at least it's an open communication and an open dialogue to to get to that next level of wherever the relationship may take you is to have those type of conversations. So, because until you know, it's a feel out process because if you just blindly just go get it and then you don't like it and then I'm upset that you're not wearing it, then clearly we have issues. But the fact that I was able to ask and you gave me an answer, okay, I respect that. And you also, hey, why don't you go ahead and send me some designs or some particular outfits that you do like to wear and that you would wear. And then I can base it off of that and get something for you based off of that. See, that's my thing. When I give gifts, I give gifts that are a combination of the two. Like for instance, when I gave this particular person a gift, it was something that I knew he would like, but it had my own spin on it. So it wasn't all me saying here, I like this, put this on. It was something that I've already seen you kind of do, but then I did it and like put my little spin on it. Like if you've never seen me put a particular outfit on and let's be clear, I'm, I'm the, don't, don't judge me by how I look on the show. Cause half the time hair and makeup doesn't make it in time. But and complained about your budget. <laughs> but but check me on Instagram. I am like the fashion. So it's gonna be hard for somebody to like buy me clothes and stuff because I am very particular about what I wear. I know what looks good on me. I've had people say, Oh, put this on, and I'll be like, girl, that's not look that's that's not for me. I know what looks good on my body. And so I think that people should stay away from clothes now, jewelry and stuff like that. Yeah, we can do, but Anyway, that was... Hey, it was an effort, though. Yeah. I get, whoever yeah. tried it, I get And I appreciate it. And that's why I sent you other options. Like... Yeah. Now just we just it from Walmart, right? I mean... It was not from Walmart. And don't get me wrong. It was expensive. And my thing is... And that was another thing, too. It's like, I don't want you to buy this and spend this amount of money. And it's just going to sit there. And it'll be like somebody said at eBay or at the garage sale my mom is having in a couple of weeks. So I'd rather tell you now... That no, that's not me. Hey, and say, oh, okay, you know, because it wasn't necessarily the outfit; it was the design. It was all the bright colors. Like I wasn't, I wasn't about to do that. Like, but here, this is. Let me kind of give you what I do like. Hey right. Pam, when you see him on on Facebook, and it's a young lady with him wearing that that article of clothing, that is not his cousin. Okay, <laughs> that's not, that is not his cousin. <laughs> All right. Uh, B. Jones, I was going to tell her too. She yeah. best not wear where he... You know, I'm trying to tell you. Hey, Pam, that, if that know. was Drizzy Drake, if that was Drizzy Drake had sent that to you, you would have been wearing I know, that's KD. But if it was if it was your crush, Idris Elba, I don't know, whoever you like... Oh, yeah. That, I would have had that. I'm trying to say, you would have tried it on, modeled it, you would have cooked yeah. in it, <laughs> walked hey. the dog in it. Just, hey, Pam, just wear it next time. I don't want to see you rolling the river, Tina. You're going to whoop your ass because you ain't put that outfit on. Okay, well, let me... <laughs> I, I, I was trying not to put too much of my trying to make sure he ain't in the chat. I was trying not to put too much of my business out there, but the the outfit was for a particular trip, and I knew I wasn't gonna wear that on the trip. First okay. of all, it's too hot to wear that foolishness on the trip because I've been working out and I'm trying to get fine, so it ain't gonna be a whole lot of clothes worn on the trip. All right. Hello, all right, I like it. Go Whoa, let's go ahead and move on, Tina. <laughs> Eat the cake, anime. All right. So moving on, I appreciate everybody's input on that question. I don't know if I came to any resolution. I don't think anybody. Yeah, I'm about to say, I don't think you got the answer you wanted, but But it's okay. It's okay. I didn't get the outfit and I'm good. All right. So it is time for the power surge. Yes, yes, yes. We are back. Back with the vengeance, starting a new uh, series, obviously. B. Jones, this is, uh, I got to give a shout out to him for bringing up this topic because this is, I know it's something we actually wanted to discuss a couple of weeks ago because 
ESPN had listed and came out with their rankings that they do every year. They also list their top 100 players going into the season, but they also do another list where they rank the top 25 players under the age of 25. Now, I'm not going to go through all 25 players, but what I am going to do is at least name the top 10, and then I'm going to give you my list first of out of that 10 who my five would be. So the people that are on the list are Luca, LaMelo, Zion, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, Devin Booker, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Bam Adebayo, and I believe Trey Young was up there too. So for me, I pretty much have everybody on there except for LaMelo Ball because I feel like it's only his being in his rookie year. And he just hasn't played enough games for me to where I can automatically put him up there. Luca, I think it's, for me, it's like a no-brainer that he should be number one on this list because he's actually proven himself, obviously got his team to the playoffs last season. He's got the great highlights, stats, everything, you know, rookie of the year, all that. Also, nobody saw that coming as when he came into the league as well. Number two, Zion. I think it's kind of an easy choice, even though he also obviously had some injuries and stuff like that in his rookie season, but... I think you can see the potential is there. The talent is obviously there, but he's actually got the potential to be the face of the league type of player once LeBron, you know, retires or whatnot and to continue the legacy for 15 years. For me, I got Donovan Mitchell at number three, and that's because of what he's done in the playoffs, not just in the regular season. Obviously, playing in a small market like Utah, but I think he's nobody saw this coming out of him, coming out of Louisville as well. He's playing lights out and continues to do so on a great team. And then Devin Booker is number four for me. I think offensively, this guy is you know one of the most gifted scorers probably to ever grace the NBA court. And I think he's just getting started. And now that he has somebody like CP3 to kind of guide him to you know help him win, you know people will now get to really start respecting him and seeing his growth because he'll actually be in the playoffs and we'll actually get to see him in prime time on the court and on the biggest stage. And Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, obviously, coming out of Duke, that other school that's up there in North Carolina. But I think he's also proven himself being able to be on the Boston Celtics and being on the Eastern Conference Finals for multiple years already early in his career. And he's getting better and better. And he's obviously somebody that's modeled his game after Kobe. And also, he's got that mob of mentality and Kobe's game and his blessing before his passing. So... That's my top five. I, I had to remove LaMelo Ball out of that list. I had to move up Devin Booker for some strange, weird, odd reason. They had Devin Booker listed at number eight, which I think is pretty ridiculous. So that's my list, I guess. B. Jones, who's your list? Man, I'm I'm going to I'm going to almost roll with your list. Hey, listen, from an overall perspective, I love your list. I agree with it. This this is what I'm gonna say though. I want you to I want you to find LaMelo Ball on your piece of paper. I want you to pick it up, and I want you to put them back in the top five, sir. And let me tell you why. This list is going to be strictly on potential, and we're going to go strictly off potential. What we saw over from LaMelo Ball in the first stanza of his career, it was glorious. I mean, we can clearly see if we're going to have a conversation from an upside and potential, basing it off of their age, this guy has taken it. He's given us the platform or at least the foundation to rock it into a future Hall of Fame caliber type player. We just take that snippet of his statistics and go against what Zion did in his first half of his, well, he he played the second half of the year. We look at what Tatum did and we we look at what Spider did and we look at all these guys. Luca's clear cut on this list, but I, I can almost build a case for LaMelo Ball over Zion. We don't even know if Zion is going to have the knees, and I love Zion. We don't even know if he's going to have the knees for a 20 or 30-year career. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Everybody out there who's watching is going to say, ah, this is B. Jones just saying something to get knee-jerk reaction, and you're right. But I have been on the on the LaMelo ball bandwagon yes, just, yeah. just like his daddy from the point. We were in Studio A, sir. Do you remember we was in Studio A, and we were oh, talking about with LaVar yeah. Ball and his behavior, and I told y'all, I was on out. I said, man, y'all listen. It's a boy. That boy, 15 years old right now, 16 years old, but he is going to be the future. He's going to be the best ball to play. And I think LaMelo Ball, his name should be in any kind of conversation. Now, of course, I love Tatum. I love Mitchell. I love Booker. But, I mean, and even the names that we love off the list, like Ben Simmons, Trey Young, Bam Adebayo, De'Aaron Fox. It's it's some dogs out there. Jamal Murray. It is some true dogs out there. But I think when we look at this thing and the smoke clear, the LaMelo Ball name is going to be there for the NBA. A future face. KT? 
Going Luca. Oh, I forgot about Ja. I'm sorry. I forgot about Ja, Zo. Yeah. Great, great player, Zo. Ja on them. Now I'm saying, man, some thugs on that list. Yeah, can I get to my five though? Yeah, you had yeah, but I had, I had, I, had I wanted I wanted to shout yeah. out to the fan. The fan, yeah. fans yeah. brought a good point. I saw though you could have waited until I finished you though, player. Mine gonna be quick. Let's hear what you got to say, KT. I'm going Luca. <laughs> I'm going Zion. I agree with you, man. Lamelo, he's gonna be a problem. I don't care what anybody's saying. What he showed us in the very beginning, he's gonna be the truth. I'm going Jamal Murray because when he's healthy and it's a bubble. <laughs> you know, that that be causing some trouble. And I'm going to go off the grid on this one. So I know a lot of people weren't thinking about this guy. But when he puts it together, he's going to be nasty. I'm going to go Anthony Edwards. When Ooh, that, I like Anthony Edwards. Everything I like Anthony together, Edwards. Yeah. Look out. Yep, I yeah. like it. I'm going to tell you, this, this top 25, we, we, we never really looked at it, but the whole list of 25, man, it it's... Woo, it's some it's some heat that the NBA got coming up, man. It's some yeah, young talent. I mean, we didn't even touch really the highlight. We didn't touch the the Jalen Browns. I mean, there's a lot of players that have some pure potential that could do big things in the NBA. Yeah, and I think I think the uh, the other big thing is also if I look at the the depth of the top 25 and the level of talent, I would say even five to seven years ago, the top 25 list then isn't as deep as it is right now because. Yeah. The guys that are coming out, obviously, you know, LaMelo, like, kind of similar to Luca, right? Because Luca came from overseas. We hadn't really seen him play. I, I still remember that conversation, me and KT, where KT's like, man, I don't know if the Mavs should get him. I'm like, K- KT, telling you, Luca's going to be, I I mean, I thought he was going to be good. Even me, I didn't think in my wildest dreams he was going to be this good. And I think LaMelo going to, School route, pulling him out of, you know, obviously his dad pulled him out of school. Then he went overseas and he went to, uh, he went to obviously Australia and he, he went to, you know, in, in Europe and played over there. And so you didn't get to really see, uh, yeah, you, unless you're a YouTube sensation and you're really just on there just trying to watch highlights, you're not going to get to see it. Like there's no games on ESPN or anything like that. But once he came to the league, yeah, he's making that input. I guess for me, like I just wasn't wanting to just give it right to him because he's, Baseball only paid about like 35 games. Yeah, the potential is there. Obviously, I think if they put the right pieces around him, because I just don't know how he could truly play with another ball dominant guard like Terry Rozier. So I think they're going to have to bring in somebody. Like imagine Lamella with like a Devin Booker. You know, imagine Lamella with like a Jason Tatum. Now we're talking like where we can actually be competing right into the playoffs every season. And guys are going to want to come play with me, as in LaMelo Ball, because he's obviously going to be sharing because you don't care about scoring. That's not the top of his And he's already showing that he's pretty much right there, if not already brother than his brother. In the small stanza, like you said, B. Jones, he's already played. Even though Lonzo, I have to give him credit, he's, you know, he's on the list too. I mean, he's improved a lot since his rookie year. He can actually, he's shooting three or 40%. He's still a better defensive player than LaMelo. I've got to give him that, too. So yeah, I'm not going to get on Lonzo Ball. I'm not going to get on Lonzo Ball. Hey, Serge, let's do the top five between 26 and 30 next week, dog. <laughs> okay. I'm down with it. Because I right. saw some names on that list. I'm like, oh, we. Because I was Kyrie, starting to go through. Yeah. I was, oh, it's, 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 some, it's some good players. Yeah. All right, y'all. So I zoned out for a second, but it's okay because I'm back. Let's move on to the drop. So... Who's got music this week? Well, I will I will do it uh, just for the sake of doing it. <laughs> you don't want to talk now, huh, Kevin? Huh? Mm-hmm. I'm, here with, I'm, I'm here with the coaches guru, sir. All right, oh, yeah, cool, cool, right. cool, cool, right. cool, cool. All right, so uh, KD left me some, some, some copious notes here. Moneybag Yo said, I thought a nigga said something. And uh, A Gangsta's Pain was released this week. Uh, Lil Yachty, Michigan Boy Boat. Lil Yachty is weird, man. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. Y- Yachty is on the spectrum, dog. I, I know, man. Hey, it, and, and he has potential, but good grief. Corday, Naomi Osaka's boyfriend, man, uh, that, is dropping another one. Uh, that. Just until lyrics. EP. Yeah. Those I have a question. Are hard. Yeah. yeah. So I saw a, a post. Snoop, I don't know if y'all saw this, but Snoop posted if Tupac was alive, first of all, and got in your car. And asked you who's the hottest artist out right now since I passed away. Like, who would y'all say? 
Let's save that for next yeah, week. Let's save that for next let's week. Let's save yeah. that for, I can't unpack that in 30 seconds. Okay. Yeah. Right. So just remember that question. If Tupac got in your car and asked you, since I since I passed on, who's That's the true. hottest artist out there? I love it. What would y'all say? So we'll we'll actually I won't be here next week, but KD, remember to pick that up in the Manhattan Project. And you just All make right. sure you're watching. All right. So KT. I'm gonna be on flights. Mm. Get the miles mm. going. Mm. Oh, wait, is this a song I get to body roll on? Because apparently my body roll was very KT. last week. So let me know. Do I body roll? Yeah. Go, pal. Go, pal. Let that liquor work. Let that liquor work. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. All right, Kev, give us the coach's groove, homeboy. Hey, now I clown around when I hang around with the underground. Girl, used to frown, say I'm down when I come around. Gas me when they pass me. They used to diss me. Harass, harass me, me but now they ask me if they can kiss me. Kiss me. Hey! Live your life hot. Same song won't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Nice guy. So if we lost a pioneer in Shaji. Yeah. He helped bring us Tupac. And the coach's groove of the week was same song. Hey. All around the world, the same <laughs> Let me song. tell y'all something. Back in 19, even now, actually. Well, not don't, now. don't do it. Don't don't tell me. Don't, don't, don't date yourself. Okay, I won't, I won't say nothing. Let me tell y'all something about that shock G. Back in 1978. <laughs> Woo! Pam, you got emotional this week with G didn't you? He could have got... No, I got emotional when DMX passed. Wait, finish that. He could have what? Could have had a drink. Oh, he could all right, man. We're gonna he, rush he through these like sneakers. The worm, you know? We're gonna rush through these sneakers. Today we had a, a very big drop. It was midweek. I'm sorry, SLT Nation. I should have did a better job of prepping y'all. Kev, let's show everybody what dropped today. We'll run through this. This was the uh the Air Jordan University Blues. Really nice sneaker. I don't know if anybody had the opportunity to go out there and get it, but a midweek release was just horrible on everybody. Apps was down, it caused pure turmoil. Kev, you can pull it down real quick. Kev, uh, hey, Kev, what did you think? Would you, would you, did you try to get it? Yeah, man, I, I try to get all the Jays that been coming out. I just, man, forget Jordan. I'm sick of him. I'm at all right. <laughs> Serge, you like it? Oh, man, I love, hey, North Carolina Blue can't go wrong with that. Well, I'm glad everybody like it because hold, like hold that. that sneaker. Oh, my goodness. Your boy was back at it again. I got blessed yesterday afternoon. I found out that I won on the Foot Locker raffle. Had to go all the way out there to Mesquite. Got it done at Out of Town Nice. As y'all can see, this is a beautiful shoe. We back at it, SLT Nation. I got a feeling we finna go on a run. Let's do this. Let's put all that brain power together. All of the apps. All of the well, liking and subscribing. Scoop got them. Scoop scored. Hey, Sub-Zero Zoe got them. Hey, the crew got him. We rocking him. We rocking this thing. Even my cousin, he got a pair of four in the ass. We all got him. All right, but now, if you didn't get this, this was retailing at $200, but I had a $50 foot like a gift card, sir. Uh, so uh, so if you, if you didn't get these, I got another opportunity for you. If you caught an L on this one, Kev, let's show this week's drop for Saturday afternoon. Ooh. Saturday, we got the Air Jordan 13 Red Flint. At first, I'm going to be honest with y'all, I got the Blue Flint, so the regular Flint, so I wasn't going to get this shoe. But, oh, man, y'all know me. I start looking at these shoes, and I start, I start manifesting big things. I don't even need to describe them to y'all. But uh, let's go get them. Foot sites are already taking reservations right now. And I think there's some other raffles on DTL law. We'll talk about it offline. But of course, y'all know this shoe is going to retail at the uh, at the typical $190 or $200 price range. So let's get after it, fam. Let's move on. I can't spend a lot of time on it because we got to hurry up. We got a lot of show left. But uh, that's the drop for this week. All right, y'all. Make sure you try to cop these shoes. All right. So it is time to move into the OT. We got three minutes left. Let's go fast. Let's go fast. Go. All right. All right. All right. Kim Mulkey to LSU. How y'all feel? Boom. Boom. Hey. Big time. Y'all going to see Kim Mulkey. Big time move. Y'all going to see Kim Mulkey down at the club. Like that right there. She got paid. Hey, B. Jones finished, finished start watching LSU women's basketball now. Already. I was already watching LSU women's basketball. Well, you're going to be glued to the TV now. That's right. <laughs> Kim Mulkey. Right. Welcome home, Kim Mulkey. All right, Casey. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Kevin, you, yeah, you look quiet, Kev. Uh-huh. What you feel? Why, why you I, I, I hate it for the program because LSU women program is going to be really good now, but yeah. Whatever. All right, let's go. Next one, KD. All KD. right, UFC Pam. 261. B. John Surge, did it live up to the hype? I think it oh, did. Yes. It did. It did. Even though we had some 
gruesome Oof. injuries in Oof. the earlier fights. But yeah, man, I, those three, especially the last two fights, Thug Rose. Thug Rose. Is, uh, Thug Rose is the real deal. The truth. And, uh, and uh, I, I think Kamar Usman, if there was any little bit of doubters left or haters left, he just proved to you guys, that, hey, he still represented Dallas, Texas, too. So I got to obviously give love to him. But Usman came through, shoved Mazadal up, and he was talking noise about his hands are kind of soft. Well, he, he saw that sweat slide in the air and uh, hit his own shoulder as he was getting knocked Sleep. out. So he was, he was out of there. So shout out to that. USC 261, all the way full to the height. Hey, what about that injury on the first guy? That was crazy. He, he like his leg went numb. I've yeah. never seen that ever. A dude Angle, leg just yeah. go dead. It's, All right, one more, one more, Pam. Pick one. One more. All right, who has a brighter future, the Knicks or the Suns? I would Ooh, say I'm the good. Suns because you're the Suns. Why are you not bright? Hey, I like I like that that train of logic, but I'm going to disagree and I'm going to go to Knicks. I think when you look at the Knicks, these two teams are going to be determined by their point guard position. I think Derrick Rose is still a great player, but he's in the yesteryear. And I think uh, Chris Paul is in the, in the yesteryear. But if I had to say right now, if I had to replace one of those, it's going to be more tougher to replace a Chris Paul than it is a Derrick Rose. So what I'm saying is the Knicks have the opportunity to be better. And I also think that they kind of, they kind of got for the first time, it's not, it's not big time New York. It's like these dudes are, are blue collar workers. They come yeah. to work every day and they grind out wins. And they led by Julius Randle, who is a, who probably going to be in that top five, 26 to 30 next week. So. It's, I, a, it's a Knicks. Just short and sweet, it's a Knicks. It is the Knicks, and I'll say one thing, and I was going to say it the last couple of weeks, but since we're not, we don't really ever talk about the Knicks. Tom Thibodeau is a coach. He's doing a great job, but I will say the one negative thing about Tom Thibodeau is like he plays his players to the ground. And so don't be shocked if y'all see between now and the end of the season or in the playoffs or next season, if one of their star players, whether it be RJ Barrett, Randall, knock on wood, it doesn't happen. But if some serious injury happens from overplaying, I could see it happening because that, you know it happened to Derrick Rose, and it was like a trickle down effect. Noah and all these other guys always on the Bulls in his heyday. So I want to put that out there. Yeah, that's that's not a good thing. Tom Timber need to chill out on that one. Knicks got a chance. I, I no, KD. I feel you. If I had to pick one, I got to go with the Knicks, man. I, I do think that Suns is a nice team. They got a nice core foundation. They even got some depth and on that team the East, too. So it's a little easier to. That's true. You know, That's compete. true, too. The East is a different path. That's right, sir. All right. So, B. Jones, it is it is that time. It is yeah. for the heat. Sir, stretch him out. Stretch him out. Man, listen, we, I tell y'all stories of unknown people all the time. I tell y'all stories of small things, but let's just remember the Yeet is about giving extraordinary their roles. And this past week, actually, throughout the course of the month of, of April, we saw a phenomenal superstar rise to the occasion and do something that we've never seen before. And honestly, the month of April ain't over. He can continue to do that. Turn on your TV, go watch the Golden State Warriors, and let me introduce you to Steph Curry, who is has clearly established himself as the greatest shooter of all time. As of when I wrote this, he was at 85 threes in the month of April, breaking James Harden record of 82. Since then, he dropped six more threes last night against the Mavericks in the losing effort, and he has another game that's going to be played on, uh, on uh, I think, Friday night before the end of the month. And, I mean, this dude could potentially hit another five to six threes and set the record in the overdrive. Let's just, let me put it in perspective to you guys. Steph Curry has been crossing the half court line, picking up the ball, shooting shots at a, at a marksman type accuracy. And literally if the ball leaves his hands, he's either 52% from around the court and 47% behind the arc. That's about a 50% chance that if Steph shoots, he scores. I'm surprised when the ball doesn't go in. Steph Curry, you're doing something we've never seen before. You're playing on a team that you took that team and propelled them back, even though they got they not where they need to be. And for that, you showed determination. You showed excellence and an extraordinary shot. And you, sir, you deserve the yeet. That's a bad man. Bro. All right. I forgot I was on mute, but all right then, y'all. You know what? We might not break any rules this week. We still a little bit over. We are. Right. Hey, my show, my show is on there in the background. I see. Law and Order. No, Queen of the South. 
Oh, it was Law and Order. I don't watch Queen of the South. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, I heard that Queen of the South good though. I'm, I might it's watch. A good it. show. Yeah, yeah, I heard that too. All right, y'all. So that ends our show for this evening. We are going to go into the two minute warning. Do you guys have any shout outs this week? KT, who you shouting out this week? You've been real quiet tonight. I don't think I like that. You ain't even cracked on me one time. Like, what's wrong? Uh-uh. He been under the weather. He ain't want to tell everybody. Oh. All right. I'll do better when you eventually come back. All right, so the NFL draft is tomorrow, so we got a chance to interview like Raleigh Cole, Carl Tucker Jr., Jimmy Morrissey, Justin Henderson, Colin Granson, Trishan Hodge, HBCU players, Rico Kennedy, James Bryant, Monte Westbrook, CJ Anderson Jr. I want to wish him uh, good luck through this whole process. Absolutely. Yeah, them boys, hey, every last one of those stories are phenomenal. And uh, I think y'all should go check out, check us out on YouTube. What uh, what what we brought to you guys is content that it just it can't be it can't be duplicated. I promise you, it's well worth to listen while you're working out, while you're sitting at your desk doing your paperwork, whatever you're doing, riding in your car. Go check out the You Got Next series. Need to start coming at this You Got Next. All right, Serge, who you shouting out? I'm actually going to give a shout out to myself. I'm going to give a shout out to my wife. Because this year around Thanksgiving time, we'll be adding a fourth member to the family. Oh! <laughs> Serge so got excited. that unit away! Serge, you had to tell us! <laughs> oh, that was, that was the cool news I had to tell y'all. Congratulations, Serge. Yeah, right? Congratulations. Yeah. You know, I was That's like, amazing. hey, KT got two, man. I, I got I got to go for the two as well. So I just got one. You know. but can I put in a request you? for a girl? I've already put that in a long okay. time ago. Don't worry. All right. Great. 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 Well, right. congrats. That is awesome. That boy dropped the bomb on us. Wow. Hey, I said I'm going to show you out some news next week. Tune in. I didn't say that. Oh, well, that's congratulations to you both. I'm so excited for y'all. Yes, Um, yes. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, y'all ain't going to get no All glory to the man upstairs, though. Without him, nothing's possible, so. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, who else wants to shout out now? I mean, you just killed. I should save you for last. <laughs> hey, you can just shout it. Shout me out. It's cool, you know. All right, all right. A beach on. So you got. Well, Serge, Serge, I already told y'all. I got to give a shout out to Thug Rose Namianis, and uh, she she went out there and won back a belt. It was the first time in history a woman ever did that. She beat uh, Zhang Wei Li, who was a beast in all mine. Like my wife was asking me, "Babe, who are you going for?" And my my head was telling me Zhang, and my heart was telling me Thug Rose. Yeah, and, and, yeah. Thug, and Thug, hey, she shocked the world with that one. I'm and I want to give it. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the best. It was just a great story. It, man, she gave me like the hairs of almost right when she took hey. that belt. But uh, and then I also want to shout out to Marshall Falk. We we Kevin and I had the pleasure to meet a lot of these HBCU guys, and the fact that this movement has happened, Marshall Falk has put his name in the hat for Southern University, and that would be tremendous for the state of Louisiana to get Marshall Falk back home. So uh, I'm, I'm excited about that, and uh, I'm hoping that this HBCU. All right, and I would like to shout out my boo. My babe, my favorite, Katie. <laughs> uh, I was about to say, you just dogged the man out. You just dogged the man out about an outfit for 30 minutes ago. Yes. Wow, that was a <laughs> Good Shout out to Katie for doing her thing, passing her test. You are amazing, girl. You got this. And you will be holding it. Girl, look, stop. Stop putting these damn drinks on here because by the end of the show, I'm like lit, lit. And my words. Yeah, because you ain't put the drink down. I just got a text message saying, Jim ain't put the drink down the whole show. (laughs) Well, you know, you got to hold it. You got to hold it. You got to look. So, anyway, shout out to KD. You got me next week. You got to hold it down. You got to you, you got to come with a good uncut gems question. I would be on the show, but I'll be at the airport. Vegas, here I come. Uh, but don't get it twisted. Vegas, to anyway. All right, then. So thank you guys for joining us this evening. Make sure you tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Follow us all and as well as Sports Life Talk on all of our social media. Yep. Summer Citrus. That's the rock. Summer Citrus. FCC. FCC. We love y'all. We appreciate you guys' support. Shout out to all of our constant followers. Katie, damn it. Zoe, 
Aaron. Coach is not here tonight, but he's usually here with Dennis, us. Earl. Yeah, we Everybody. Got Earl, Core. Yeah, we love y'all, man. Hey, the movement is coming. I'm telling y'all. Yes. This thing is about to, hey, it's about to happen. Just buckle up because this ride is about, about to, to get, get back real. out here in these streets and we're about to start being out here and doing things. And we want y'all to come join us. Oh, Lord, I know. Hey, hey, I'm, yeah. nope. hey, intro, outro. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> The baby say I'm fly, she see me. I know I got a giant in the drip, but I double cause I'm tired of the vibe, she clingy. And I don't play around with the wrist when I get it, you already know the vibe is VVs. I swear I feel alive when I'm in them in the yo to the air, making vibes on repeat. And I ain't gotta lie, you see these. She said she want a vibe, she need three. Each one for my boys, my team Swimming through the riches with my squad, believe me. Iced out all the Mars, Philippines. Big dogs since the gym, know I'm eight. Cook a little, know I'm different raw with the eight. It's mine for the taking Little baby look like she the type that be playing Slide and escape this She dummy probably thinking who this Yeah, money now it's funny how I see the mood switch But boy and them girl funny how the two mix Oh, I got them uptight, now they got the loose lips Want the doors for the suicide on it If I'm winning, gotta put my slimes on it I ain't buying no Gucci or Prada That she my main, I just put for her solid Drip to finesse like Kyrie